Welcome, everybody, to the Kid Casper Podcast. I'm your gracious, beautiful, blessed, beloved, and black host, the kid they call Casper. The KID in Kid Casper stands for King of Development. I'm that menace with the melanin. Reject me as I am as long as he is still relevant. If this is your first time tuning in today, hello, my name is Kid Casper, as in the kids call me Casper. I'm a Christian raptivist. Yes, rapper slash activist. I love Jesus, but I'm far from a pacifist. I am a leader of the interface. Oh my goodness! And uh, I brought my um my my business partner, Good News Tyler, over here. How you doing today, sir? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. How you doing, brother? Yeah, that was um I'm I'm doing all right, man. I'm uh we going we got a pretty heavy uh got a pretty heavy conversation to get into tonight. Um, I kind of I feel like this will be kind of fun. Um, I feel like. I don't know. This may be liberating in a lot of ways to people. Um, so we're going to kind of just first check in with the first off. <laughs> they're, they're still in the comment section. This is hilarious. Um, we're going to still first we're going to check in with each other um, as far as like just mental health check ins, even though we like talked earlier because you and me had a phone call and everything. But uh, brother, how's uh, how's everything going? How you doing spiritually, mentally, emotionally? How 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 we doing, you know, one to 10, how we usually do it, dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm doing pretty good. I was saying I'm at about a seven today, which is what I was at yesterday. Um, and yeah, you know, I'm doing pretty well uh, spiritually. Um, you know, spiritually, we could all be in a better place. Let's just be honest. But for what I am today, I'm in a good place. I'll just say that. So, yeah, spiritually, I'm doing pretty good. Physically, I feel good today. I got a full night's sleep last night, which if anyone knows me personally, uh, a lot of nights, I don't really get sleep, if I'm just being honest. But last night, I just knocked out, like, around, I want to say, like, one o'clock in the morning, which is like super early for me. And uh slept through the whole night and woke up today feeling good. So uh physically doing good. Mentally, I'm in a good place. You know, I can't complain. Uh, I'd say overall, I'm gonna set it today. Okay, okay. Um for myself, um I mean I talked about it yesterday on the pod and like just the week I've had. I'm at like a four, like a solid, solid four. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got some uh, got some stuff that I would like to do and accomplish and get done. Um, the means to get these things done are not there yet necessarily, but you know, the the you know the Lord is my provider. He will make a way. He will send somebody to make it make a way. Um, I don't know, but I mean, I know I'm at a four realistically speaking um you know what i'm saying she said four is progress yeah i mean like it just i know i'm at a four i was at like a two last week you know what I'm saying? and on father's day weekend i was at like a negative four so like like a negative seven and a half you know what i'm saying um but yeah i'm at a four four out of ten you know what i'm saying yeah it, it, it's it, you can go to you can go to summer school on that i guess i don't know um so yeah so let me get first go off with a couple of um I usually don't do church announcements. I only I usually only do church announcements on the first day of the week, but there's some new developments, so I'm just gonna kind of let people know some things that we're looking into. Um the friendly neighborhood Negro news is coming back soon. Um, you know, me this is something that 
we're going to start doing, it's going to end up being a daily thing where we're going to pretty much do the news. Um, who you do, who I just had on here is my, uh, my business partner, you know, my partner in crime, uh, good news, Tyler and everything like that. We're going to be, you know, tackling the news, whether it's, um, TikTok news, um, you know, world news, politics, music, uh, video games, sports, you name it. Um, this is something that, you know, we want to do because for Titelestai, you know, this imprint that I made up, um, you know, this is, this is like the, you know, this is the kingdom perspective. You, you might hear us like, you know, we're, we're not just, um, you know, we're not just inquiring minds. We're considered, we, I consider myself, you know, like a journalist in a sense, you know, media, there's a responsibility that comes with that. This get, you know, one kind of gives me a way to still stay in tune because I'm going to be keeping a buck 50 with y'all with my emotions. I've been kind of in my head, not saying I don't care about what's happening around the world, but because I've been in my head and just nurturing my, my head and my heart. Um, I don't know what's going on in the world. Keep it. I'm trying, I'm more concerned about what's going on in here. You know what I'm saying? Cause, uh, as I explained yesterday, um, the heart of a man is up here and I've been worried about taking care of my heart. Um, so I don't really know what's going on in the world. People have been sending me stuff and everything like that, but I didn't feel compelled to just give my thoughts on it. And I think that that's something that, you know, I hit my brother up about it. I, we talked about, what was it last? I think it was like last Thursday. We talked about this tie, um, that this is going to become like a daily thing we're going to start doing. Um, it won't be live. We won't be doing live, um, news. We'll just be, we'll probably record it sometime between me and him in which, um, you know, in between me and him and our schedules, you know, cause he's three hours behind me. I'm three hours ahead of him. Um, we have our own lives. He has a girlfriend. I'm single and ashy. So like there, <laughs> I gotta, we gotta find time to do it, but it's going to be something that we're going to start doing daily. Don't exactly know when it's going to start, but it will be starting soon. You guys will hear from us on the Facebook platform. Um, we're, Oh, we're getting a Twitter page. Uh, so we're getting a Twitter page, which is going to come with its own, you know, email contact and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, eventually we, I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're going to do TikTok just, just yet. We don't have enough, uh, we don't have enough black sheep on t side for that. Um, I'm slowly trying to get, um, Queen Maya to drink the Kool-Aid and, uh, join t Telestai, but that's besides the point. Um, but yeah, uh, so we got some new things coming on content wise, um, you know, different opportunities that we're going to be introducing to people, um, as things develop, I'll have more to share, but that's pretty much the, um, that's pretty much the, uh, church announcements for right now. That's about it. Um, yeah, that's essentially it. So everybody tuned in today because of the very polarizing um you call me a little bit absolutely you know what i'm saying and you know i it, it was an invitation it wasn't like it it wasn't like a it wasn't like a, a guilt trip or any means it's just that i would love I, we'd love to have you like in the best part about it is 
like I can't really think of one right now, but like it would be kind of suckish if <laughs> if you just like let me if you just allow me to make an ass of myself on the internet like this. And I'm just so kidding. I'm so kidding. But yeah, um, please check my sister's um YouTube out and everything like that. This is just me wanting to more so not so much put a stamp on her in any way, shape, or form. Um, my sister's dope. I feel like she needs to be recognized and needs to be spotlighted. I basically just want to spotlight her. I just need her to let me spotlight her. That's it. You know what I'm saying? But that's besides the point. Um, so y'all read the title. I have to be very, very, when I say I have to be very, very careful, meaning I have to be careful what I give my energy to and what I expose myself to. So people acting crazy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I ate Aunt Tamisha. Look, I wanted to be very clear. I'm not the one of the two. Um, somebody, somebody came to me. Apparently, they don't like what I've had to say over the last couple of days. But uh, like, here's the thing, though. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't bend to man, and I don't fold the man. I I operate off of the spirit, and I submit to the manuscript. So yeah, I said what I had to say. That's it. This is all me. I take responsibility for every word I said. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Um, the subject tonight is um <laughs> signs that you are being spiritually gas um gaslighted. Um, so why this is so important is because when it comes to gaslighting, for some odd reason, and not so much some, it's not so much a some odd reason. But a lot of people think when it comes to gaslighting, um, especially when we're talking about in the sense of amongst believers, that only believers can be gaslit. You know what I'm saying? Um, that you can only, because you are a Christian, you know what I'm saying, you can only be gaslit by another Christian. That is not true. What if I told you that gaslighting, if not, is very, very prominent in the church but gaslighting is very very prominent in the church and comes specifically more so from the church you know what i'm saying like it is it comes from the church in many ways um you know people will say something people will say something kind of out of pocket but then will hide behind jesus and the reason i say hide behind jesus is because they pretty much, and yes, though Jesus is supposed to fight our battles for the for us, um, Jesus did not die for you to be a dickhead. Jesus died for you to be a disciple. So I, I, I cannot. I'm when I tell y'all that it's only day three, and I'm not. I'm not. I, I got my rest up. You understand me? I took them weeks off. I am rested. And I, I, I'm here to pull baby hairs and toenails. You know what I'm saying? Like, so a lot of people that this is, and this is why I want to take my time with this. Yes. Yes, Uncle Rudy. Jesus died for you to be a disciple, not a dickhead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I'm going to bring in some, some books, some because I, I take my notes and everything like that. I take notes not because I have a plan, but I take notes to, you know, 
provide semi-direction as far as subject matter, but how it's going to get talked about, I don't know. So when I say spiritual gaslighting, what is that? Spiritual gaslighting, <clears throat> what does that mean exactly? Someone using spiritual concepts to manipulate another into questioning his or her own sanity, truth, or perception. Sometimes even their own salvation, meaning somebody will say something to you and use spiritual context to manipulate you to thinking that one, you're not sane, okay? Um, your perspective is trash. Your truth is trash. And sometimes your truth can literally be tied to your salvation. You know what I'm saying? Um, Tyler, what you got for me? I mean, like, if this is hitting, if this is hitting anything for you, um, what you got for me, dog? What you got for me? What you got for me? Yeah. Uh, okay. So immediately what comes to my mind when I think about spiritual gaslighting is pastors using the scriptures to make people feel like they have to give money, right? I can't tell you how many churches I've been in where when it comes to that, you know, that plate being passed around, they'll be like, Jesus gave his all for you. So you should give everything for him and give all your money. I mean, they don't say give all your money, but basically that's what they're trying to like gaslight you to, to think, right? And it's like, then you'll have Christians who are like, oh, 10% isn't good enough. You need to get more. And it's like, but I thought, I thought, God told us to give, you know what I mean? Like the abundance of the heart. Like, like I thought the Lord told us to give out of a cheerful heart. And just because I may not have as much as you, right? What I give is what I give to the Lord. I'm not giving it to you. So for me, that's probably the first thing I think about when it comes to that is them twisting scripture to make you think that you have to give more you know, like like money wise. When I think the Lord, at the end of the day, he doesn't need our money, right? He doesn't need our money. Us tithing is really just a sign of, Lord, you bless me, right? If you have a job, Lord, you bless me with this job. If 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 someone bless you, Lord, someone bless me with this money, I want to give it to you because I'm grateful for the blessings you've given me. Not because I feel like I'm being shamed, right? Or I'm being pushed into giving. Because if that's the case, if you're being pushed or you're being guilted into giving, you're not giving out of a triple heart. You're giving out of, I have to give this because I feel like it's because of what these people are telling me. And I don't think that's what God wants us to do at all. I think he, he's like, hey, give out of your triple heart. Give according to where your heart leads. Give according to where you're led to give not according to what the pastor or, or the deacon or, you know, the bishop or whatever it may be is telling you to give. So I think that's, for me, that's the first thing I think about when I think about spiritual gaslight. So like the thing that's very dangerous about, like I said, with spiritual gaslighting is because I don't think, be, because people don't really look at it like that. Some people, let me see how, let me tell you how like, um, let me tell you how like crazy, and when I say crazy, how um, manipulative you can get with scriptures is like some people will be getting gaslighted, but think that they're being held accountable. They're like, oh no, he's my, they're my brother and sister in Christ. They would never, they're just trying to hold me accountable. They would, rude to me, what? Church people are never mean. What do you mean? 
Like they go to church. They they go to church. Like they 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 would never say something out of pocket to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, talk about how I can't keep a husband because of X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, nah, people in church gossip. <laughs> what are you talking about? Christians don't gossip. Like that would never happen. It just that's that that's that's complete complete bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like it it just is. Um, and I say this is because it's gonna keep it keep it to beanie with you. Um, I've learned how to behave more like the devil in the place I'm supposed to worship God. I'm just gonna say that flat the uh, flat the f out. I've learned how to behave more like Satan in a place where Satan is supposed to be on watch. You know what I'm saying? But Satan over here like, well, I don't know why they keep blaming me for their problems. I don't even got to work. These niggas going to put me out of a job. That's how like, that's how like trifling like our um practices is. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> it's a, uh, yeah. So <clears throat> another thing I have for notes is, you know, spiritual framing and spiritual seeing can be used just like at any other. Uh, at any other content to cover up, bypass, and project out old wounds that aren't being addressed or love. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes, like, what ends up happening is, um, <clears throat> uh, you can end up doing something to somebody, and you can, like I said, you can use scripture in which, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Oh, y'all, y'all, make sure y'all settle in because we about to. <laughs> you make sure y'all settle in because I, like I said, I'm here to, I'm here to pull baby hairs and put in, in stub toes. You hear me? Make sure you like and share this video. Tag somebody. Um, if you're watching this on Facebook, mention it. You share with everybody who you got it with. Yeah, they, they gonna get this work. Um, so. <clears throat> things i have for my notes is for spiritual gaslighting um first off tyler um let me um if you don't mind me asking when what usually um and this is something like what's something that you would hear if you are when i say like not even just pastors but like when we're talking about how somebody will like manipulate you into thinking something isn't what it really is. What's the first thing in your experience that somebody has done um, as a disciple of Christ from another disciple of Christ when you're having like a conversation with them um, encounter to encounter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. You know what's so funny about this conversation, bro? Me and my grandma were just talking about this exact thing today. And I was saying how, okay, it, let me see how I'm going to put this. So in my experience, right, I've been in churches where everyone just seems so happy, right? Where everyone's just like, praise the Lord. You ask them any question. Oh, Jesus. They have to turn everything into a Jesus conversation, right? Like, like you can ask them anything. like. Hey, hey, where y'all want to get something to eat? Oh, wherever Jesus direct us. And I'm like, 
I'm just asking y'all where you want to get something to eat. Oh, the Lord will guide us where we I'm like, where are we eating? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like they have to always go back to that. And I'm just like, okay. Um, and what's funny to me is I think that a lot of religious folks will use the over spirituality to hide, you know, things that are really going on, right? Whenever I hear someone that sounds a little too spiritual, I don't know if this is wrong, but I personally um, kind of look at them a little sideways, right? And I'm not, and don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with praising the Lord. There's nothing wrong with talking about Jesus. There's nothing wrong with having Jesus conversations. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that a lot of people who have something to hide a lot of times will act more spiritual than they really are right and it's to hide who they really are so for me for me right i'll be in church right and i'll be i'll be uh wearing like my black lives matter stuff right and i do that on purpose because i just want to see i got boy boy i got a bible verse for you keep going keep going (laughs) i purposely go to church where my black lives matter uh stuff my my jersey that says black lives matter i got my hat that says make america look great again crossed out arrest the cops that killed brianna taylor i'll wear all that to church right just to see i mean just to see and i when i'm at church i don't bring up race i don't talk about racism i don't do that just to see if someone's gonna say something to me, right? And I have white people, right? White people come up to me, right? And they're like, oh, what's up, brother? And then I see them kind of stop and look at my clothes, you right? And they're looking at it. I know they wanna say something. I know they wanna say something, but they keep their mouth shut. And man, I don't know, when it comes to like, and you know, uh, to get on my pro-blackness real quick, right? When it comes to the whole me wearing Black Lives Matter, right? The same people that are smiling in my face in church, right? They're like, oh, we're so glad you're here, you know, brother. Well, be in my DMs on Facebook telling me you're wrong. You need to get off all this worldly stuff. You need to stop focusing on this race stuff. You need to get back to Jesus. You know, you're not following Jesus. This race, this is all against God and stuff. And I'm just like, why don't y'all just smiling in my face at church? You know what I mean? Like, like, it's, it's, it's. Uh, it's frustrating, bro. It's it's like, okay. You know, like, like I don't know, man. It, it, it's frustrating, but I, I feel like a lot of a lot of Christians do that. Like, they take the spirituality and they, they, they twist it into something that it's not. And they make the Bible say something that's not even saying, right? They, they, I, they make matter it. Matter of fact, one of the biggest ones that the Bible verses that they use. Um, yeah is um especially when we're on the the conversation of race is right. when they're like there's neither Jew nor Gentile uh, or no uh, you know what I'm saying and it's basically saying like oh well, why are you making everything about race it's not about race because in the Bible it says none of these things yeah. even exist and it's like no you don't get it <laughs> The Bible is saying when they're saying there's neither there's neither um nor J- Uncle Rudy don't act like don't Uncle Rudy act like he don't got a link to this to the stream yard. Don't play with me, Unc. Um, but when we're talking about when the Bible says there is no um 
no neither Jew nor Gentile. Um, mm. The Bible is talking about that all of these things that in which that are listed, Jew, Gentile, you know, man, woman, none of these things that are listed makes anybody inferior to another person. So actually what you're doing is you are only furthering our point. You're just, you're just, <laughs> whoo, you, you're just, uh, you know what you're doing is like, you're giving us medicine, but you're putting air in the syringe when you injecting it in people and you actually killing people in the process. Cause that's what gaslighting is, is you putting something in something that we ain't asked you to put in it. Yeah. Bear me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when we, we saw that big time last year, um, I've got from my notes. I said, um, after the murder of George Floyd, um, the black community and, you know, our our accomplices, I don't have allies, across the nation took to the streets to protest on the injustice and everything that took place, um, from Breonna Taylor to Ahmaud Arbery and very many lives later. Um, these forms of protests were met with retaliation from all types of religious communities and political parties, Many individuals of these communities, members of their fellow activists, churches, would turn to Facebook and Twitter to silence the members of the black community specifically, but also to the accomplices that did not come or identify with said community, invalidating them with processes and sayings and statements like all lives matter. When Jesus said, and I always say this all the time, when Jesus said, blessed are the poor, that did not mean that he said F the rich. It just simply means do not forget <laughs> that the poor are also blessed. And we see that when the Bible says, you did not feed me when I was hungry. And they asked him, "How? What, what, what do you mean, Jesus? You remember that homeless man? See, when you did it to the least of these, you did them on to me. See, people never want to talk about that verse. You know, they never want to talk about those verses um, because that would and that would uh, that verse, especially when we're talking about people that are in the the position of oppressing people. They are in the they are in the seat of they have the 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 stance of privilege in a sense." That one is like surefire conviction. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, as as Uncle Rudy says, Paul was reminded to not forget about the poor several times. Um, what else did I got in my notes? Other signs that you might be being um being you might be in being um. They will try to. <clears throat> Especially when we're talking about race, because, you know, I'm black, in case anybody can't tell. Um, especially when we're talking about races, gaslighting, um, remember, spiritual gaslighting in itself. <clears throat> Go back to my notes real quick. I lost my notes. Bear with me, y'all. Um, spiritual framing and um, spiritual seeing can be used just like any other content to cover up, bypass, and project old wounds that aren't being addressed. So basically, you're trying to you'll use certain things to deflect um, when we're talking about race. Oh, well, we're tired of these police officers and these racist white people killing. Well, what about y'all killing each other? So y'all are turning to other stuff, addressing other things 
in which you know what I'm saying this isn't this isn't about to be just a talk all about racism, but this applies here. And you know, the KKK are Christians, Christians. So yeah, we'll hang out there for a second. As far as gaslighting, y'all like to light y'all tiki torches with gasoline. So we might we on topic right now. But um Can I say something real quick? Go ahead, sir. So okay, yo, I was heated today, and I'm gonna tell you why I was heated. Okay, my dad watches the news every day, and I'm not really big into the news because the news is a bunch of BS at the end of the day. So I was watching the news, right? And my dad likes to watch MSNBC. Okay, they occasionally have some okay stuff on there. I'm like, okay, occasionally I, I agree with them. But at the end of the day, it's the media. You know what I mean? But they were showing how these Republicans are literally, these white Republicans are literally taking Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and taking what he said when he said, don't judge a man by his the color of his skin, but the context of his character. They're using that to justify their racism. And I'm just like, yo, like, do you, oh, man, it gets me heated, bro, because I'm just like, y'all are really using Dr. Martin Luther King, who y'all called a, a, a communist, right? Who y'all called a Marxist, who y'all called a terrorist, right? You're using his quotes to literally justify your racism. I'm just like, are you serious, yo? It, it's like, okay. Powdered mayonnaise doesn't cease to amaze me. I'll just say that. Powdered mayonnaise does not cease to amaze me. These Republicans, as I like to call them, are really stooping to using Dr. Martin Luther King to justify their racism. They're saying, oh, you shouldn't judge us because we're white. You should judge us by our, the context of our character. And I'm like, uh, that's what we're doing. We are talking about, like, did I miss something? Did I miss something? Yeah. Can someone let me know it's if because, I missed something? You know what? You know what? You know what it is though, and I've noticed is like it's okay to talk about. It's okay to talk about your pro-Jewish when you're talking about we're X, because it, it's in the moment. Remember, X, I always tell people it is cowardly to talk about the liberation of the Jews without explaining the actions of the oppressive tactics of the Egypt. So when we're talking about black liberation, we should not gloss over the fact that about white supremacy and how it benefits from black disparity. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's easy because, you know, it's the same way that they um, that's gaslighting in itself. Like the image in which that you are like whitewashing certain things, um, you whitewash um, the fact that, you know, like you said, Martin Luther King was the most hated man in the world in this country matter of fact he was not beloved they hated him they hated him more than malcolm i'm not saying malcolm should have been hated more but they hated him more than malcolm that's a fact you know what i'm saying um and it's crazy when we talk about like this like gaslighting and stuff because people will really sit there and use stuff like when you try to like bring to their attention for instance um one of the one of the big verses that's always used when we're talking about like spiritual gaslighting is you'll tell them what they're doing or you'll tell them what you are going through and they'll hit you with uh where's it at where's it at where's it at um jeremiah 29 11 um you know the bible verse tyler it's uh da, 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 da. it's 
for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So basically, sometimes what people will do, they'll be like, oh, well, God has good things in store for you in the future. So if you could, pardon my French, stop bitching, stop pissing and moaning, get over it because God said you were, I'm saying, I'm, hey, I'm just keeping it real. They'll tell you that. They'll be like, look, God already said you're going to have a good future. Why are you pissing and moaning right now? As if God doesn't want us to lament with our brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? So like they, that, that's, that's one way that they'll do that all the time. Um, the, you know, I, something that I was always told in my old church and this is to piss me off. And when I hear anytime somebody says it, I just want to, I just want to like, just want to drop kick them down the stairs, like while they're bubble wrapped in a straitjacket with wet socks on. Like, that's just how I feel. Um, but like. But this thing that they um that like my old pastor used to preach out of the pulpit was um if somebody was trying to like pull them up on like them saying something like problematic and stuff, um, and be like, hey yo, I would be like, Hey yo, bruh, like that offend you really offended me there. And instead of apologizing, instead of owning up to it, taking responsibility, they used to say, and I quote. You choose to be offended. Um, I wish I was BS. I, I, I wish I was bullshit. I wish I was bullshit. I wish I was. And then, like, when I tell people, I've told people flat out. I was like, um, telling somebody you choose to be offended does not negate the offense that was taken. You know what I'm saying? That's like That's like me shooting you, Tyler, in your in your big toe. Shooting you in your big toe. And you like, "Hey yo, hey, nigga, you shot me in my big toe." And I'm like, "You choosing to be upset about that big toe." Like, "Hold up." Like you like, say if you cheated on your, on your, I'm not saying he did it, guys, chill out. But say if he cheated on his girlfriend, and then his girlfriend got trust issues, <laughs> you're choosing not to trust me. Like, you know, you know how narcissistic that sounds? Yeah, like, that, that, this is stuff, this is stuff I used to hear, dog, like, it's just, Yo, this is stuff that 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 they would say because you know that um let me see if I can find the the Bible verse real quick. That's one thing I did not have in my notes. Um Bible Let me see. Let me see. Um I'm trying to find it where it is. Um head Oh yeah. Um, this is so stupid because they used to say this verse and they really take this out of context. Matthew eleven six, and blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Like, so you're telling <laughs> yo, the, those those are the Christians. I take out the C and I put three Ks in front. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Does it? Yeah. But but this happens. But this happens. No, it does. This happens. Yeah. I get. I get you. It, it happens all the time. And I'm okay. All right. So so there's a new word that's floating around social media: colonizer. I'm sure that you've heard it before, bro. White people are really trying to say, oh, that's a racist term. That's the same thing as the N-word. What? Like, who are you talking? Okay. Is it not fact that in American history, white people have colonized all you over mean the place? American, Christi- American Christianity, but yes. Continue. Yes. American Christianity with three Ks. Yes. That, yeah, yeah. It's known. It's a known fact that white people have been the most violent, the most colonizing people of any race, any race, right? And I, I said this the other day on TikTok. I made you know a TikTok the worst part where, about it. You know what the worst uh, thing about it is? It's still happening. They're benefiting no. currently, like from like right now. <laughs> that that's why that's why we're calling them colonizers. And just to keep in mind. We're not talking about all white people are colonizers. We're talking about racist people are colonizers. That's the point of why we call them colonizers. So like for me, when I when a white person says, oh, that's racist, you're being racist. Uh, no, it's not because it's a known fact that white people, and I did this the other day on TikTok, this white, white girl on TikTok, some of y'all may have seen it. She was like, dear white people, you're going to have to start raising hell. And I was like, Start raising hell? Like, you're telling me that January 6th wasn't raising hell? You're telling me that coming to a land that wasn't yours, killing, raping, torturing the people that were here, and then saying you discovered this land, that's not raising hell? You're telling me going to Africa, getting people there, bringing them here to do free labor for you, calling them niggers, calling them, you know what I mean, making them feel less than human, raping, torturing, that's not raising hell. Uh... I'm confused. Like, when start, like, uh, I'm telling you, the powdered mayonnaise, bro, the powdered mayonnaise, the caucasity is, uh, but th- But this happens, though. And this is why, like, I tell people, like, and the, this is why I say, like, the bypassing of trauma, it's really more common from, like, the church more than anybody else. Because then, like, you know, yeah, how many times have you heard like a Christian say something out of pocket and then they'll hit you with a God knows by heart? I'm like, man, I be completely honest with you. I don't think I want to know what God got to say about you because he sees so, everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, God knows your heart. He knows that it's wicked and deceitful above all things. That's what the Bible says. So yeah, but yeah, but, but like they'll heart. but they'll say stuff like that. Like they'll they're like and I I told somebody this. Um, I was having a conversation with the brother on the social media the other day, and he was saying some really like homophobic and transphobic stuff. And I told him I was like, bro, and I know him to be a disciple of Christ. I was like, you're not a Christian then. He's like, huh? I said, bro, you're not a Christian. You can't be a christian and a homophobe you can't you just can't he's like then first off this is the worst part was when i was telling him this so you can't be a christian and a homophobe and he said yes you can i said so okay so you just accepted the title you just accepted you accepted the noun homophobe 
it's not even a verb for you. It's a home. It's a noun for you. So you accepted that. Right. And then I told him, I said, so let me ask you something. Um, you're, I was like, actually, no, you're right. You can't be a Christian and a homophobe because the Nazis were homophobic too. And that was it. That set him off. The, and, and, I, and, and I, he was like, what? That's not, I was like, you don't get to make that call. He's like, well, God knows my heart. I'm like, yeah. And it, and in and, and an abundance of the an abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, like what you're saying is is your heart, essentially. Like you spewing hate, and that's why what's coming out your mouth is hate. Um, but I don't play that dog. Like, and it's so easy when that happens because in so many cases, especially like when we're talking about like in the evangelical church, right? Um I feel like sometimes, and I don't think people really know this well enough, is like a lot of people, and especially like Christians specifically, they're a lot like that kid that threw the rock and hid their hand afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when I say that is like, they'll do something. And though, um, and as I just described yesterday, they'll look for God to like bail them out or the fact that they're a Christian bail them out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I was just explaining this yesterday on the podcast um, on the, you know, they were manufactured. They will not prosper. Um, John did not get bailed out of jail. G Jesus. G he was like, Hey, Jesus bust me out. He was like, nah, nigga. He ain't, he ain't say that, but he, but he didn't bail him out of jail. You know what I'm saying? He didn't let him out. Um, and I, uh, I was trying to tell people, you know, just because bad things are happening to you does not mean that you did anything wrong at the same time. Just because bad things are happening to you don't mean you're going to get bailed out because he loved John. For us as us as Christians, you know what I'm saying? Jesus loved John. You know what I'm saying? He loved John. He loved John. Very me. Um, he was like, no. And he knew he was gonna get beheaded. You know what I'm saying? And I say that because like a lot of people, a lot of people want to equate when somebody's holding you accountable as persecution. You're not being per like John was being persecuted. Don't get it twisted. Like John was thrown in jail for being a Christian. Paul was thrown in jail many times for being a Christian. Um, some of y'all are not being persecuted for being a Christian. You're being held accountable for once again being a dickhead, not a disciple. And what you're doing is you're bypassing trauma. <clears throat> you're bypassing trauma on the people um, that are and are not saved. And then your witness is being compromised. But the problem is for a lot of Christians though, is that they're more concerned about winning an argument than winning the soul. Because if they were more concerned about winning the soul, they wouldn't be willing to treat people like crap. So they would be more, they, they're more concerned about the win loss record on earth with their brothers and sisters than the win and loss record on the souls that get to and to know God and not know God because you want to be prideful and gaslight. You know what I'm saying? You know who else was um, thrown in jail for being a Christian? Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. How many times did he go to jail? I remember he told me one time. 
Uh, I want to say, I think it was 87, 87 times. 87 for what? Trying to create equality within the world. Black Lives Matter. That's what you went to jail for. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's, um, I think like, and that's the thing that's what's crazy about this is people will like they'll they'll gaslight you because like i said um you'll get gaslighted because you'll get invalidated um we talked about <clears throat> i'll have to do i don't know if i'll do this tomorrow actually i might have to that might be crazy i don't know but say for instance when we're talking about like misogyny in the church and everything like that um we it's essentially and uh, if any of my sisters want to chime in on this um, it's essentially, you know, oh, I forgot to put the link up in the, in the comment section, my bad. Um, but it's essentially, uh, when like we, you know, when we're talking about like purity culture and hottest is, what is it? Um, hottest is modest. That mindset is like, you know, we put onus on like our women to be more modest. So nothing will happen to them, but not willing to hold our men accountable into being like so you want our women to be more modest and wholesome but we're not putting forth the effort to make our our men and our boys um less pig-headed and rapey you know what i'm saying like that and th that in itself is gaslighting and that's something like as far as like massage misogyny um and victim blaming in a lot of ways that happens in the church um, is she, oh, Auntie Maya about the, not Auntie Maya, Auntie Misha just said, yeah, yeah, like that, that's a, that's a thing. And then they'd be the same people, like, cause I, I've seen these people, bro. I've seen these people. Um, I've seen it with, um, when those kids that, 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 that school that got shot up years ago and everybody was so quick to like yell at the kids that are like fighting for gun rights, you know, trying to reform gun rights and stuff. And then they're all like, Oh, they're not even old enough to, they're about to, um, they're about to, they're about, they're not even old enough to own a gun. Now they're trying to get my guns away. They should just shut the age up. And it's like, yo, but their life was directly impacted by the, by gun rights. You know what I'm saying? Like, and these, this is mostly from Christians. I hear and stuff like that too. You know what I'm saying, um, it's it's gaslighting. It, it, it the 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 literal. <laughs> I've been away for a couple of weeks, but the literal celebration of the day, Independence Day, is National Let's Gaslight People Day. Like we're talking about a day of independence and liberation, but it's a known fact that for this country to thrive in whiteness it had to come to the detriment disparity of anything that was not white that in itself is gaslighting you know what i'm saying um it's like like it's i gotta find that tweet i put up and it made a lot of people upset um it maybe i'll i'll put it up in the patreon so for those y'all sign up for the patreon to read the tweets if you ain't in the group chats uh, or the patreons you don't know the tweet i'm talking about but yeah um but essentially that's that's it is like we're we're so we're more convinced or we're more comfortable trying to make people believe that they're crazy 
than they are to be. And I, I'll, I don't normally like using that word, but I'll use it for this sense. Um, but we much rather, especially like within like evangelical circles, um, because there's a difference between Christians and evangelicals, unfortunately, uh, hate to break it to you. Um, but when we're talking about, um, we, we rather people feel more, um, we rather people feel more crazy than comforted as disciples. Um, that ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason that we should have to deal with Bible verses like, and where that Bible verse go again? Um, for instance, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of this one. Um, Ecclesiastes 7, 21 through 22. Do not take the heart of all things that people say. Lest your heart, lest your, you hear your servant cursing you. Your heart knows that many times you yourself have cursed others. So you, people will deflect on you. People will deflect on you when you are offended by something and they'll even use that same verse and be like, well, you shouldn't be offended by getting, I don't know. Like, I mean, dude, I mean, you can literally apply this to anything. Like we are all young and dumb before, like we probably all, and I'm, I'm, I'll be the first one to tell you, cause I have to unlearn. That's why on my journey of deconstruction, this is why this deconstruction series is really good. But you know, I've been homophobic before i've been transphobic before i don't want to quote it the very times of how i mean like the the conversations in which because i don't want to trigger anybody you know what i'm saying i have people of all walks of life that watch my podcast um i've had to unlearn through the years that being homophobic is not christ-like i had to unlearn the year through the years that being transphobic is not christ-like i had to unlearn that being boastful and prideful is not christ-like you know what i'm saying there's a lot of things in which i had to unlearn but they'll say stuff and I say all these things because I say all these things because, like I said, I've been young and dumb before. So if I'm complaining about somebody being mean to me simply because I'm black, they'll probably say something. Well, have you ever been mean to somebody um, simply because you're white? And it's like, so you, we just don't care about my feelings in this moment. Um, and have I ever been mean to somebody simply because they're white? No. Have I ever been mean to them because they're racist and white? Probably not, unless they're paying me. Um, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but that, but that, that's what I'm talking about. Is like we're 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 so quick, to, and and it says it like even in the Bible, it says it right here. But like I said, just because it's in the Bible, I don't think people realize how inerrant the word is. Um, your heart knows that many times you have cursed others. So basically telling you, don't piss and moan about when other people have cursed you because you have cursed others. That basically tells you to be graceful to those that do curse you. That's what the Bible is talking about. They don't take like it doesn't say that, but that's why seeking nuance is important. It says to be, you know, bless those that do curse you. It says that in other verses, too. But a lot of people I've heard in these evangelical spaces, because Tyler, you know, I'm in them a lot. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the work I do when I'm teaching people how to not be racist and a christian apparently um but yeah man like it's a it, it's damaging and like you know a lot of these things in which when we're talking about um these things specifically um it tells us to be graceful for those that are mean to us and you know pray for those that curse us yes 
bless those that curse us. But that doesn't mean the Bible doesn't the Bible doesn't want you to be a product. When I say a product of abuse, like don't sign up to be abused willingly. We're called to be victors, not victims. You know what I'm saying? Not and some of us are victimized. Sure, absolutely. Um, but we're not called to that. So when I say that, I'm not called to be a victim. Like, yes, I'm black. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, they half behind. <laughs> I love you, Auntie. Uh, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I forgot my tr what I was saying. Oh, yeah, but uh, you know, we are called to be victors, not victims. Yes, we have been victimized, yes. Um, but I'm called to be a victim, not a victim. I'm called to be a, a victor, not a victim. So sometimes what I notice, um, sometimes what I've noticed is when you try to remind people, hey, you're victimizing me. They're more caught up in the fact that you're accusing them of being a victimizer than they are more concerned about you being victimized. And I think that in itself is a heart issue when we're talking about disciples of Christ. Because if you were really a disciple of Christ, and I mean, I've wronged a couple of people. There's, I, I actually, I don't, actually, no, I've had to apologize to Tyler. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what hurts, we forget that what hurts our brothers and sisters hurts God hurts jesus but hurts god too because jesus is god you know what i'm saying china mclean we're not talking about that right now um <laughs> but yeah yo like and that that's what i i think is the issue is like we're so more caught up and insulted with somebody calling us a racist than we are concerned about somebody going through racism like and i always switch the c and the p out like you're more you're more caught up about the fact that somebody is calling someone so the R word because I won't say it because that's triggering to other people than somebody that got the R word. You know what I'm saying? That's a hard issue. What we're talking amongst disciples of Christ. That's a hard issue because you're more concerned about, like I said, you're you rather shift blame and deflect. Then address the problem that is afflicting people. You know what I'm saying? What you got for me, Ty? What you got for me, dog? Yeah, I mean, that's true. It's like, as disciples of Christ, we need to accept that we need to still learn. We need to still grow. And I think if you ever get to a place where you feel like you're just perfect, that's dangerous because we're never going to have it all together. Like, plain and simple. We're always going to be learning until um, Christ himself takes us back. But uh, yeah, like even me, you know, as, as someone that, you know, I consider myself an accomplice to the LGBTQ community, I've had to learn, and you've been there, Casper, that some of the language that I use at times is offensive. And I didn't know that, you know, I just thought, hey, I'm, but I've had to be told, no, don't say it like this, say, say this instead, because that is offensive to them. And I've had to be like, oh, my bad. You know, I, I'm, I'm happy to learn. You know, I'm happy because I definitely don't want to offend anybody by using any language that is, you know, detrimental or that can really, like, make someone angry or upset. It, so when it comes to, to people 
you know, white people who are Christians that are always like, I want to learn how not to be racist. Then I'm like, well, accept correction, you know, accept accountability. You know, if you do say something out of pocket, accept the fact that if someone is telling you, you said something out of pocket, don't get offended and be like, well, I'm not racist. No, be like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, let me learn how to unlearn that. You know, let me let me let me take what this person is telling me. That way, I won't continue to spew out racist rhetoric. You know, so it's the it's, it's really- the it's the it's the taking the attention off of you because it's not about you. And sometimes I think what ends up happening when we're talking about in these spaces where somebody's being got no 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 you can come back in I'm just I'm just alley ooping I'm just I'm th- I'm lobbing it up for you to dunk it I think what ends up happening when we're talking about like in these spaces as far as like Christians when we're supposed to be on the journey of apologetics with people and just reconciling because you're not supposed to be right all the time you're supposed to be reconciled all the time you know what I'm saying because you can never be right all the time if you're not reconciled all the time and I think yeah, exactly. what happens too much is that we mm, I think what ends up happening way too much is that we care vastly more about how somebody is being corrected than we are doing the correcting. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't like 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 you don't like that I told you you hurt me. Imagine as a as and and I say this is this is important for those that are that are, are disciples of Christ because I'm talking to the church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Talking to yeah. y'all unsaved folk, do what y'all do. Um whatever y'all doing, just don't go back to Tide Pods. And I know Christians were eating Tide Pods too. I don't think they were really saved, but that's besides the point. Um, but <laughs> but uh when I say this though, is you don't even realize that you're ruining your witness for people when yeah. we're supposed to be called into healing one another as disciples of Christ. And exactly. we don't even care when our brothers, especially our brothers that are not saved, right. are like, hey, bro, you're hurting me. That is the perfect opportunity. How you even answer to that is, if not the most perfect opportunity that you could witness to them, not even by talking to them and telling them Bible verse, Bible verse, Bible verse, but living out the Bible verses when he brings to you, hey, bro, you hurt me, dog. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, keep going, brother. You're talking good right now. You're talking good. Yeah, no, it, it's true because, you know, and I'll just say, my dear sister Jessica, shout out to Jessica. I'm sure she's watching the, the podcast right now. You know, she's the one who corrected me when it came to something that I said that was problematic. And at first, I didn't really get it because it was on uh, me and my girlfriend's podcast. And I have, was talking about my own personal experiences with homosexuality. And uh, I said, the word struggle and even at least my girlfriend alicia even her friends that are you know part of that community they started texting her during the podcast like why did why is jordan saying struggle and at first i didn't understand why it was it, it was a problem until i talked to jessica and she was like well no you shouldn't say struggle you should say your experience in your own sexuality and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense because, yeah, you know, for a lot of people, it isn't a struggle. They're just, it, they're just who they are. And who am I to tell them they're wrong or that they're not that? You know, if that's who you are, that's who you are. 
great. You know, that that's awesome. I still love you. I'm still going to respect you at the end of the day. But I just think that a lot of people who are homophobic, racist, transphobic, whatever it may be, um, they're so worried about always being right or always seeming right that whenever someone does approach them, when they do say something problematic, they automatically jump to the whole, I'm not racist. I'm not homophobic. I'm not transphobic. And it's like you said, but it's not about you, bro. You know, it's about this community and it's about us helping them because they're people. You know, they deserve respect. They deserve love. They do not deserve hate just for who they are, who they choose to love or whatever it may be. Like, no, like we need to respect them, especially Christians. Christians, we need to be the ones that are really like at the front lines fighting for them. Because if you love your neighbor as yourself, you're, you should fight for people. You know what I mean? People that are different from you, people that are weird, uh, that are the same as you. We should be the first ones defending them and fighting for them. Because despite whether you want to agree with them or not, it ain't your business what they do with their lives. It's just not. You know, whatever they do behind their door, that's their business. And it ain't our, our it's not for us as Christians to be fighting with them. You know, and, and that makes me mad, too, when I see so many Christians that are just like so like against these people just because they're different. It's like, why are you doing that? You realize that you're really pushing a lot of people away from the same Christ we're supposed to be leading them to. Like, to me, that really irks me when people do that. So I'm just like, man, whatever I can do to be the best accomplice towards, you know, the LGBTQ community, whatever uh, I can do to fight against racism the best way I can, which I'm still learning a lot when it comes to my own blackness and learning to fight this fight. I'm willing to do that. And I'm willing to take correction anytime someone's willing to give it to me, because if someone corrects you, it means they care about you. It means they care about what you do and, and they just want to see you do better. So we just need to stop fighting it, man. We need to stop fighting and saying, how can I be the best person I can be? And that's just why I think, you know. I think like a big thing, what it is too, is when we're talking about this, is that we need to be okay. When I say like, we need to be okay, we need to like welcome it. We need to welcome correction. Bruh, that's why I like, I'll, some of the conversations be out of pocket. Like, but like, that's why I love the sister, sister chat. Why? Cause I'm the only dude in the sister, sister chat. So if I ever say anything out of pocket or like, you know, sexist or misogynistic by any means, man, the corrections ain't that far away. What you talking about? It's so fast to come and reach me. Um, we want, I think that sometimes when it talk, when we're talking about like disciples is that we're so we don't want to, it's a sense of pride really at the end of the day. It's uh we don't want to humble ourselves to be educated. Um, you know what I'm saying? To not even so much be educated, but also receive it. Cause like some of y'all going to get this work regardless. It's just, you need to take that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I could put the food on your plate. You got to eat it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all it is. Um, let me go back to, um, Um, and we also need to like when it comes to um spiritual gaslighting, we need to talk about um how incredibly like we, I mean we we talked about it in length about like why it's dangerous tonight, for instance. Um, but I don't think people really realize like what gaslighting has like an effect on somebody. You know what I'm saying? So. 
Hold on real quick. I had some notes in my laptop on like the effects of like gaslighting and everything like that. Um, so I'll just transfer it into my. If y'all still with me, if you track and track and throw the uh, marathon flag up in the um comment section, hear me. So I know y'all still tracking. You know what I'm saying. But um, the constant self doubt that um the gaslighting creates, right? Um, can contribute to anxiety. A person's hopelessness and low self esteem may lead to depression, right? I'm saying, um. We're talking about <clears throat> um, some people that, you know, you can end up develop, believe it or not, you can end up developing, you know, other developments like um, PTSD, um, codependency. Um, people don't think codependency really is that big of a deal. Um, it actually is. Um, it could be very, very damaging. <clears throat> it could be very, very damaging um, to somebody's psyche and especially their security and their confidence as a human being. Because believe it or not, people cannot function without confidence. They literally cannot. It's um, actually pretty dangerous for a person to have literally little to no confidence. Um, let me go back to my notes real quick. This is why I say I need an intern or girlfriend, whatever's cheaper. That's besides the point. Um, come get Psalm 124 on Christian Mingle. Anyway, um, <laughs> some survivors of gaslighting may struggle to trust others. They may be on constant guard for further manipulation. You know what I'm saying? The person may blame themselves for not catching the gaslighting earlier. So basically, you're in this place of like where you can't forgive yourself. You're mad at yourself. You're angry with yourself. Um, and if we're talking about on a spiritual sense, um, like for me, I was gaslighted from my old church. Um, it still has an effect on me to this day. I don't really try. Believe it or not, once again, I don't really try. Somebody tell me they're a Christian. That don't mean nothing because... Hitler was a Christian. Trump was a Christian. Like most of the people that the, the church stormed the Capitol. Like, what are you telling me? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just that's just is the thing for me. And because of the fact the um <laughs> y'all don't believe me. Like, I have the name. Um, but yeah, yo. Um well, the same, but like, yeah, man. Like with this part right here, some struggle, some um, some may struggle to trust others. They may be on constant guard for further manipulation. Like me, I, I, you know, everybody knows why I left my old church. I mean, if you don't know, um, I'll have to find a link. I have to include it in like these because I always end up touching base on it, especially when I'm on like this journey of deconstruction. I keep like touching base on it, but you know, I don't trust. I don't trust pastors, white or black. I don't because some of the most white supremacists, some of the, you know, because there's a lot of white supremacists with black skin. 
that went to my old church. You know what I'm saying? They assimilated the whiteness despite that they were the same color as Bear me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't do well with Christian circles. It was very, very, it still blows my mind how cool me and Tyler are. And like the rest of like my brothers and sisters in divinity. Um, because Christian circles freak me the F out. You know what I'm saying? And we went a couple of months like after I left my um yeah, I think I didn't talk that I still don't really, not really, I just don't really have the desire to per se. Um, but it took me a while to like settle in with um not so much settle in with them, but like when I established my relationship with everybody in divinity, essentially. Um, <clears throat> for instance, with you know, it, it, believe it, I mean, like, and eh, maybe it took about a week, I would say like a week for me and Tyler to say, um, Tyler, what do you think, like, after we met each other, how long it took for us to become cool, bro? Uh, I would say a week. Yeah, after like us a month, like talking and stuff, but yeah, but before that happened, mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I made the group chat, but I was like, I don't really know how prominent this thing going about to be in my life. You know what I'm saying? But like, Tyler's my best friend. Like his mom calls, um, his mom calls me son. My mom calls him son. We call each other's moms, moms. Um, we call each other brothers. And when people like people hear us talking, like when we talk to each other, you swear, like we grew up together, but that's just the closeness of uh that's just the closeness of like what what god was able to like bring people bring bring us to and we both end up like leaving our old church essentially um but yeah and for me when we're talking about this like the effects of like gaslighting because i want people to understand like why this is important and i'm gonna plug in like the biblical significance of this um Let me tag that in from my notes too. I wish that this thing could well, actually maybe not. And some reason screen recording's been acting weird on um StreamYard. So I don't feel like dealing with that right now. Um but this is another thing I have from my notes. Um okay. Um other survivors may become desperate for validation. They may try to keep others around with their people-pleasing behaviors. Their submissiveness may odd oh, cut it off towards the end. Um, <laughs> their submissiveness may put them at risk to be another abuser. You know what I'm saying? Um, to be another to be another abuser's. Oh, that's why I got cut off. See, another abuser's target. You know what I'm saying? Um, damn, Streamyard cut me off. That's fine, dog. That's cool. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so like what ends up happening is like when you end up gaslighting people, especially like when we're talking about within like these like um these like evangelical spaces, like for me, um I didn't realize and I did like a whole video on it, but like I did I didn't realize I was being gaslit for years for years you know what i'm saying before like the depth of the relationship i end up developing with my old pastor and some of the people in my old church you know what i'm saying um but i was being gaslit for years yo um 
And I mean, that created an opposite in me because I'm one of those people. Um, let me bring this back up. And I'm not, this isn't me trying to be arrogant by any means because, you know, I don't tell the cut how to bleed and, you know, different strokes for different folks. But other survivors may become desperate for validation. You can't give me a compliment if you tried. Um, <laughs> you just, I don't, it's the truth. Anybody that knows me, um, keep your flowers outside. I don't want them. Um, and um, they may try to keep others around with people pleasing. Um, you know, I, 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 I lost my whole church. I don't really, I'm that, I'm, you know, I lost them so fast. Meaning like they all fell off me so fast. I'm very slow to want to even replace them. Very slow. Um, and their submissiveness may put them at risk to be an another abuser. Some people, especially when we're talking about in these evangelical spaces, um, and you had like a pastor abuse you, um, um, you know, sp spiritually gaslight you. You know what? You like you'll blame yourself because you think, oh snap. Uh, <clears throat> you'll think to yourself, oh man, well, I effed up. That's why he's mad at me. Guess what? I'll just be more, um, obedient. You know what I'm saying? Cause we're supposed to submit to our earthly masters. Um, I'll be more obedient to my next pastor and you'll end up setting yourself up for another one essentially. Cause he's going to be just walk all over you or she's going to walk all over you. Um, if you have been spiritually gaslit into, and this is where, like, matter of fact, I'll talk about that in another episode, massage noir in the church, that that's going to be crazy. That is going to be a nutty conversation. Um, but, and I might not even be allowed to lead it. I don't know. I don't know if I want to lead it. I just want to be able to like, just flip the cameras around, but that's besides the point. Um, but that's, that's dangerous, dog. That's mad, mad dangerous. Um, and that's not the gospel is like, is what I need people to realize is like, um, God is not a God of confusion. So when I say this is like, just because he hasn't given you the answers to something doesn't mean that he wants you to be confused. It just means God doesn't want you having the answers. You know what I'm saying? Um, I say that because a lot of people try to think that because somebody that is a Christian... And they acted this way. And I say a lot of people because I catch myself too, be like, you know what? I know it's not all Christians. I know this ain't even Christianity, but because that's how trauma works, bro. You got to be careful with that, dog. So be careful before you judge me, nigga. Like maybe you should like examine your own heart um, before you get crazy in the comment section. But well, actually, my comments are turned off. You got to sign up for the Patreon if you want to talk to me, Greasy. Hear me. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Um, this is not like gaslighting is not Christ-like. It's not. Um, 
that's not what Christ intended us to. It, we are not to confuse and create false sense of realities. That's a form of idolatry and deception. That's the devil's work. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes, the Patreon. My comment, you know that you, you, you'll go through my videos. You'll notice that most of my videos' comment sections are turned off. You want to say something to me? Patreon, $2, give me your two cents. You heard me. I ain't playing with that. Shoot. Might have to make my, might have to make my other... Um, SMM in charge of the Patreon the same way he's in charge of T Telestai, but that's besides the point. I don't know yet. Um, <laughs> but Chad, dog, um, let me get my notes back up. Um, so let me um give a little bit of advice as far as how to um as far as recovering from um gaslighting or just spiritual gaslighting, and these are not. I want everybody, you know, obviously first I'm going to lead this with, um, this is me talking out of my own experiences. Um, I will not, I am not a licensed uh, medical profession. I am not, uh, I'm not in that field. If you yourself think you may be being gaslit, um, First thing I would tell you, honestly, I'm not even trying to be ignorant when I say this. Um, seek therapy. Like, I, hear me out. Because I was talking about it earlier. Like, I think it was yesterday. Is like, we're talking about um, the church having like, you know, cult-like vibes and stuff like that. Um, it's like pulling on one bit, but then you don't realize like how much is attached to that. You don't know how much damage that's going to have on you. And that's not me trying to speak any type of ill will or anything towards you by saying you're damaged or anything by any means, but beloved, um, I would just recommend you just immediately get therapy because there might be more things that have impacted you and have afflicted you from this gaslighting. Um, and I just want you to get help so you can heal. And you know, when you know better, you grow better. So, but this is, I wanted to say that before I um, gave my advice as far as like recovering from um, gaslighting. Um, I definitely recommend the therapy. Um, I recommend that you reform all, you know what I'm saying? Um, Try to reform from any relationship reform. When I say reform, try to reform any relationships that you pulled back from during the abuse, meaning like when you were being gaslit, like there may be there may have been some people that like your pastor told you not to date while you were being gaslit, dog. Um, all right, Ty, I'll holler at you later, dog. Um, there might have been some people that you like a church member told told you to cut out of your life or whatever. Um, and that was a part of the gaslighting technique. Um, reform that, you know what I'm saying? Um, and if they don't want you back, you know, that's, it's fine. It's completely up to them. Um, but, you know, try to reform any of those relationships that you had, that you had pulled back from during that. Cause it is abuse. You know what I'm saying? Gaslighting is abuse. Um, but we're just talking and speaking, shining a light on when it's abusive coming from people that proclaim to be Christians. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
so yeah um let me da, 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 da. so let me write that down so everybody can see it on screen i've been working on like trying to plug these in on screen because there are some people that are that i've 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 come i've come to know that are audio impaired so they do well when i do like things like this when i have like notes so i'm just i'm gonna plug it into the um so i need an intern b I need a Casper. Casper needs a Casper dog on it. Um, <laughs> um, all good. That's all right. The Lord will make a way. But yeah, um, the survivor may benefit from reforming any relationships they pulled back from during the abuse. So when you were being gaslit, there were some people that um, the people that were gaslighting you tried to pull you away from and steers you away from. Um, try reconnecting with those people. You know what I'm saying um, that might be the therapy you need. That might be the medicine in which you needed um, when they steered you away from these people. Um, you may benefit. You know what I'm saying? Now, like I said, may benefit because that varies. Um, but some of the people, especially when like your abuser was trying to keep you away from them, um, there's probably a good reason why they did that because it was a bad reason what they were doing to you. Talking about those that were gaslighting you. Um, if you're tracking, throw me a um, throw me a marathon flag in the comment section. Um, but yeah, um, other people can um verify your like you know your memories and sympathy from um sympathy from people during this time. You know, especially when you're in like the recovery stage, can definitely be you know like I said, it could be the medicine that you need, beloved. You know, we all I, we all need to be reminded that hey you're not you're not i don't like that word so i'm just gonna say this you're not crazy like what you were going through you're not crazy so you know i have other people can verify you know your memories and stuff sympathy from others can reduce feelings of shame you don't feel ashamed this is it's not your fault why you were being gaslit it's not your reason it's not your fault that somebody tried to warp your reality you know what i'm saying they're they're the ones that's sick you know what i'm saying they're bypassing trauma onto you because xo and xo you know what i'm saying and they can relearn how to trust that way that you can relearn how to trust people and yourself eventually like you know surrounding yourself with some good people that they tried to keep you away from you know what i'm saying um but yeah uh, i said a therapist so and i'll do i'll put this down for my notes Oh, gotcha. Appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and you could have put that in the comment section because we we teach we we reach and teach people around here. Jess, I, I appreciate you texting me that. Um, so let me let me read bring that back up just for me. Um, the deaf community doesn't prefer to be called hearing or audio impaired. Now I appreciate you telling me that, and you know, public proclamations deserve public criticism. And when I realize I've said something out of pocket i like to make a public apology to my public proclamation so thank you jess you could have dropped that in the chat that wouldn't that wouldn't have been an issue unless i just didn't see it because i'm over here like doing my notes and stuff like that um but yeah um so those who have experienced gaslighting i wrote down um may also want to seek therapy. A therapist is a neutral party, you know, who can help reinforce one sense of reality. Sometimes it's easier and believe it or not for me, you know, with my therapist, 
Um, I started therapy because I mean, yeah, it was spiritually abusive too, but like my, my last relationship, she like, she cheated on me and it ruined me mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Um, but a party that was removed and was just able to take everything in which that I brought to them, um, was able to give me an unbiased, untapped and unperverted version or perception to what was going on. You know what I'm saying? So highly recommend because like I said, you know, they can help reinforce and reestablish and reform some sense of reality for you. Um, and you know what, just be in to plug this in um, real quick. Da, 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 da. Here we go. One more thing I got to drop in there. Once again, let me know if this is good for you guys. Drop in the marathon flag if this is doing anything for you. Um, let me know that you guys are still tracking um uh, you know i prayed about this because i didn't really know what direction to take this but i was like yeah let me just uh do the best i can and a person can rebuild their self-esteem and regain control of their lives a therapist may also treat any mental health concerns caused by this abuse gaslighting um such as ptsd with time and support love and care um, you know, this is not, this is not little, you know what I'm saying? When I say this is not little, um, I don't like when people say, oh, you know, um, I'm just a little depressed. You're not a little depressed. You're depressed. You know what I'm saying? You're a little bleeding. No, you're bleeding dog on it. You've been hurt. You are hurting. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to, I don't like to tell the cut out of bleed. I don't like to minimize anybody's pain. I don't, uh, I don't do that. Um, this is important because at the end of the day, um, for me personally, you know, I would love, I, like I said, and this isn't about to get weird where I was just like, joy in my joy in me. I don't want to be weird like that. But for me, I want people because people know that I am a Christian, you know what I'm saying? And I outwardly tell them. I want to make sure that I act like it. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure that I act like it. And I want the people that even don't even know what it means to be a Christian know I act like it too. And I want them to hold me accountable to act like it. Because if I act like a Christian, hopefully, and I say hopefully, hopefully by the grace of God, they are able to sense Christ's love out of me, Christ's acceptance, crisis um compassion crisis understanding um all these things in which that i strive for and i um consecrate myself to and i sit i you know i steward myself in and i discipline myself in because at the end of the day my name is mr lee with love you know what i'm saying the kid they call casper i go by mr lee with love dog you know what i'm saying first corinthians 16 14 do everything in love and let everything i do be done in love and the last thing I want is anybody to be led astray, to be lost and be confused because my God is not a God of confusion. I'm not here to confuse nobody. You know what I'm saying I'm here to provide clarity. At least that's what I should be doing. I should be doing. And I should be letting, you know, I should be letting people know and letting, you know, educating people that might be caught in some type of confusion caught in some type of warped reality and they don't know it you know what i'm saying 
especially if they're if somebody's using the name of Jesus to do so, dog. Like that, no. Those are the first people I'm supposed to talk to. When I say like when somebody's out of pocket, like that's why I'm so that's why I like I don't mind. I really don't mind that 70% of my following is not saved. You know what how I build a lot of these people? I'm not even kidding. They'll tag me when they see somebody that proclaims to be a Christian doing something stupid. Or saying something like, or I'll say not something stupid. They'll say something intentionally problematic and they'll they'll tag me. They'll be like, hey, Mr. Lee would love. This is one of your peoples, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like like when when you when it's like like when you have the OGs. I'm not an OG, I'm 27. Um, it's like when the OG of the gang and one of his little I think they're called blood drops. Like, you know, say if like we're talking about the bloods and say if like, you know, they're one of his little blood drop, one of their blood drops is tripping. OG guys step in and be like, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, what you doing out here, dog? Come on, dog. Come on, blood. What you doing, B? Like, that's me. I got a PhD in pulling baby heads, especially they supposed to be proclaiming the name of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't got time for that. I don't got time for that. I don't got time for that. Why? Because what you do on to the least of these, you do on to him. And I can't sit here and say, I love my, I love my God. If I'm not willing to one, love my neighbor and teach my neighbors when they're not being loved, right? Somebody just tried calling me on FaceTime. I'm not even kidding. Hopefully y'all didn't hear it. Somebody really did just try. I wish I was. I wish I was kidding. Somebody really did just try calling me on Facetime. Um, <laughs> kind of ruined the anticlimactic moment. Like, oh, see, now they're calling the sister, sister chat. Um, but yeah, my bad. Um, but yeah, dog. Um, if you know better, you grow better. Um, and also if this is convicting you in some way, talking to those that proclaim the name of Jesus, if you find yourself gaslighting somebody, um, only thing I'm just going to say, I'm just going to keep this short and sweet. Get your shit together. Like get it together. Okay. It's 2021. People are dying out here. We're dying from a virus. We don't understand. Trying to understand vaccines, we still don't understand. Dying from, you know, rate, we're dying from, we're dying from, uh, you know, COVID-19 and America 1619. You know what I'm saying? To this day. Um, the last thing we need is people that are intentionally, once again, if you're feeling convicted, meaning like, you know, now you know. Now you know, so you have responsibility. And you know you are out here spiritually gaslighting somebody or gaslighting. But considering you are supposed to be a spiritual being, yeah, it's spiritual abuse. Um, if you are spiritually gaslighting, cut it out, get together, or um, drop the pin, and I'm pulling all your crosses off your neck and keep my father's name out your mouth because I don't got time for it. I got giants to kill. I got people to love, people to heal. And I, the last thing I need is somebody else doing more wickedness daily encounter in encounter in the name of Jesus 
when that was never intended for that. So that's all I got to say. This is an hour 44. Hopefully this was good, beautiful, and liberating in some way, shape, or form for somebody. Um, please let me know if you enjoyed this. Please let me know um, if this blessed you. And hold on real quick. I had a um I had a reference. Crap, I had a reference and resources. Oh no, this is why I need an intern. Um if you are going, um, like I said, if you yourself feel like you are being gaslighted, um, highly encourage that I had somebody's no, I forgot crap. This is why I need an intern, honestly. Um, but please reach out to for professional help. Um, reach out for help. Seriously, this can be really, really damaging and um traumatizing to even kind of like come to the realization um i was gas i was gaslit for years for my old church um and it still does its damage you know what i'm saying still doing its damage it still hurts but um you you can't get better and hope hope will be there one day healing will happen um And I'm praying for you. And, you know, reach out to me if you want to talk. Um, if you need, um, if you need kind of like advice and or just, if, you know, it sounds. Yeah, sign up for the Patreon. Um, not so much so I can like make money off of you by any means. It's just kind of hard because of my life right now. I got to be careful who I allow in my space, unless you know any of these great people in the comment section, these amazing people, you know what I'm saying, that put up with me and love me and sh like that. Um, maybe I'll have them vet you and you can come into my life, but best way to get in touch with me, dog, is sign up for the Patreon. Um, it's just a season I'm in right now. I can't really let everybody in my orbit. Um, and stay, stay tuned for this deconstruction series I'm doing. Um, I'm on this journey with you. I don't know how it's going to end, but hopefully I get everything. I continue to get these things that are off of my faith that shouldn't be there. Um, and I'm able to fully live in the joy that I was promised. You know what I'm saying? Before religion got in the way. Always remember you are beautiful, blessed, and beloved. Raisins don't go on potato salad. You heard me. And Jesus wasn't white.